The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find where Welcome back to the last episode of High Value Content Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this week we've been publishing episodes every day talking about how you can find and optimize your highest value content. Joining us for the last time for High Value Content Week is Marlon Glover, who is the content team lead at Searchmetrics. And today, Marlon and I are going to wrap up the week by talking about content evaluation and how you can avoid the time suck. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's my last conversation with Marlon Glover, content team lead at Searchmetrics. Marlon, happy Friday and welcome back to the last episode of High Value Content Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Happy Friday, Ben. <laughs> I'm happy we've made it this far. I'm sad we came to the end of the road, but uh, we've got some great stuff to talk about in terms of not only how to make the most out of your content, but to understand what's really working with your content evaluation efforts you know, you and I didn't necessarily see eye to eye when I asked a question earlier this week, and it was how much time should you spend on optimizing your content to help reach its maximum efficiency? For the record, let's go back and, and talk to me a little bit about what your philosophy is in terms of how much time you should spend on optimizing content. Yeah, no, and I, I think there may have been just a, not necessarily a fundamental disagreement, but just a misinterpretation of the question. I threw a curveball at you. <laughs> you did throw a curveball at me. You know, we went down the rabbit hole of, you know, how much time should we spend optimizing content? And I think the avenue that I took was how much time should we spend within a specific piece of content, not so much looking at the overall content strategy as a whole. So 
you know, I think that your point is absolutely valid. And, you know, we optimize content until it's no longer viable and valuable for us. There's sort of like three metrics that I'm looking at or three groups of metrics that I'm looking at. Obviously, we're using our search data. So the search demand or market demand would be the first category. Engagement would be second. And the thing that I think resonates with most executives and most decision makers is conversions, is this content helping us bring in money for the business. Um, so those are the three things. And I think in terms of looking at it from the top level is market demand. The question that we always need to be asking is, is there demand for the questions that we're looking to answer on our website? Yeah, I, I hear everything you're saying. And there's, a, there's an interesting philosophy here, right? There's sort of the SEOs, my work is never done. I can always optimize a piece of content. I can always make it better. I can always try to get a better signal that I could feed to Google to make sure that this content is seen by them as the best piece of content in the world. On the flip side, the point that I was making is when you're going through your content evaluation exercise, your priorities are always going to be changing. You can optimize a piece of content to as well as it's going to make an impact for your business. And when you hit that point, you need to focus on another piece of content that has in more value. And so it gets into this concept of content evaluation structure and how it changes over time. As you think about content evaluation and content editing, how do you think about what to prioritize and what to focus on? And, and what's your cadence? for figuring out if you need to double back and refocus on a piece of content you already worked on? Or are you constantly working on something new? Yeah, I mean, it's sort of, again, it goes back to sort of the fundamental approach for even um, developing a content strategy. It's how well are we meeting the market demand or questions that are being asked throughout our entire sales process, right? So we can start from the bottom up, looking at the content that is toward the bottom of the funnel, Maybe it's more along the lines of our kind of purchasing decision type of questions that we're answering, the content that tends to drive the most conversions or should be driving the most conversions. How well are we performing against those? And then ultimately working our way from the bottom up, from you know conversions to engagement data, all the way back up to search data, again, addressing the market demand. How well and what percentage of content do we have, you know, filling each of those questions, each of those stages of the buyer's journey, and then ultimately determining what is the traffic potential of those questions being asked that are relevant within each stage of our buyer's journey. Yeah. Yesterday, we talked about content syndication and the process that you're following is actually very similar to how I think about performance marketing in that when I'm starting a performance marketing campaign for a consulting client, I'm I'm always starting at the bottom of the funnel, right? People that are always the farthest down, something that's going to drive the most near-term revenue. I'm going to focus on people that have abandoned their cart before I start trying to drive new leads because that's just low-hanging fruit. And you work your way up over time to be able to get to the point of doing lead acquisition, right? You want to focus on the people that are most likely going to be buying something and that just need one last nudge to get them over the final threshold with content evaluation, those priorities can change over time as Google's algorithm changes, as the competition change. How often do you go back and look at the value that you're driving from previously optimized piece of content? And do you set up a regular schedule or do you have a system where you're 
getting alerts? Just what's the cadence where you're looking back at your old content to try to figure out if you should pay more attention to it? Uh, great question. And it's one that our clients typically ask is at what frequency and at what rate should we be evaluating and refreshing our content? And that answer is often determined by the industry of our clients. And then even going a bit further, you know, what does the competition look like for those questions that we're answering from a Google search perspective? So a good example of this is, let's say a skincare company is looking to create content that is much higher up in the funnel around skincare tips. Um, I may have used this example earlier in this week. I don't know. Everything's a blur, man. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think this is a good example. So skincare tips, specific skincare topics are going to be significantly more competitive than others. Competitiveness can often be determined by a few different variables. One is how frequently is that content being updated? What is the authority of the content and the domains that are ranking for a specific topic? You know, how often is this question being searched? How much money is going towards paid around a specific topic? All of those things factor into competitiveness. Now, the higher the competition is for a specific topic is sort of where we think about how often a piece of content should be refreshed or optimized. And again, that's ultimately determined by how valuable that content is for you. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Yeah, I think the takeaway for me is that, you know, obviously it's very dependent on your industry and the type of content you're publishing. If you're launching breaking news content, if you're a media publisher, going back and optimizing a story about the, you know, the 1992 election probably not necessarily going to drive a lot of value, right? You can create the best piece of content and continue to optimize it, but it's just not something that's getting incrementally more search volume. If you're creating evergreen content, you have a piece of content that's been ranking number one and you drop down to number two, then it might make sense to go double back and see if there's anything you could do to tweak that piece of content. It really has to do with understanding your business's goals and the type of content that you're creating. Is it evergreen? Is there an opportunity? Is there search volume? And that's something that, you know, depending on your business, you need to check in on different cadences. That's right. Yeah, and you think about evergreen content, you know, certain topics in evergreen content like AI or any tech-based content is going to 
it's evolving so quickly, it's, it's changing so rapidly. So oftentimes you see those as being more volatile in the domain and pages and types of content that's ranking for based on how often and how frequent those things are changing and evolving. Last question before you, before we let you go. In terms of your system for evaluation, uh, is there a, a dashboard or are there any you know sort of standard KPIs that you're always looking at when we think about ongoing content evaluation? What's the way that you look at the world and, and what are some of the metrics you think about? Yeah, sure. So another small plug here for search metrics, but I would say as a previous customer of search metrics turned employee and user of the tool for some of our current clients, we often start with a metric called organic visibility. And this helps us track the performance of a domain over time. Organic visibility is a combination of several metrics, those being all of your ranking keywords, your relative position, those keywords, their search volume, and a few other metrics, thinking like the, how crowded a search page is for your ranking keywords. We start there and we try to see if there's any trends over time in your performance of your domain. Diving a bit further, we're often looking at the winners and losers, winner and loser keywords. Do we see any commonalities amongst the keywords that we've won or lost on a weekly or monthly basis? Once we've sort of isolated winners and losers of those keywords, particularly if we're talking about evaluating things and refreshing that content, we're looking at losers. We're trying to determine if there are other things that may not be factors around just the content words on the page that could be impacting that loss in performance. Once we've sort of isolated those things outside of the technical aspects of performance, we're really looking at a few things. One is the loss in positions of those groups of keywords. We're looking at changes that may have happened on the SERP so are there new videos being added? I mean, video carousel, there could be things like images um, that could be impacting our traffic to those pages as well. And then we are starting to dive into some of the metrics that we've also already discussed. So we're trying to determine ultimately what is impacting this performance, starting from organic visibility down to losses in, in common keywords, down to things that may have changed from a Google algorithm perspective, all the way down to engagement metrics and conversion metrics. So we're really trying to diagnose any problems that we've seen um, from a high level down to a very granular level. Marlon, I think at the end of the day, high-value content syndication, high-value content optimization is a really important topic. And there's sort of a juxtaposition here of cultivating high-value content, doing your keyword research and your SEO content audit and understanding where you think there's an opportunity as opposed to focusing on the pieces of content that you already have that you know are performing and try to get them to perform even better. And, you know, the evaluation tools and the cadence and all the syndication that goes into making that content shine, whichever direction you go, is something that's going to change over time. And that's one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on the show to talk about your system for optimizing content and get your thoughts. I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your thoughts with us in the community. And, uh, you know, thanks for, for helping all Search Metrics' clients have their content shine as well. Yeah, thank you for having me, Ben. It's been a pleasure. Okay, and that wraps up High Value Content Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Marlon Glover, content team lead at Search Metrics. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Marlon, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can send him a tweet. His Twitter handle is Marlon underscore Glover. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions, if you want to talk to me about this podcast, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back with you next week. Okay, that's it for today and that's it for High Value Content Week. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 